Hey, it's Andrew Morgan, host of the Nomcast, the Netflix original movie podcast. Each week, we review the biggest Netflix original movies with special guests from the film industry, the music industry, comedians, and of course, our fellow podcasters. Check us out on the web at nomcastpod.com. Follow us on the socials at nomcastpod. And most importantly, listen and subscribe to us wherever you get podcasts. Hit that beat one time. Hey, I'm Shamar. And I'm Andrew. We're going to be doing a deep dive on all the connected DC animated movies in their cinematic universe. Yes, I'm here to discuss the interconnected storylines and point out how jacked everybody is. And I'm here to share a deep comic book knowledge like Batman having his own sneaker line. So check out yet another DC animated podcast. Part of the Forgotten Entertainment family and coming soon wherever you listen to your podcast. Hello there, and welcome Nerdy Knights at the Well-Rounded Table to Bohemian Geek Studies, where we take extremely dorky dives into our favorite fandoms. I'm Colleen McMillan, Jedi Master and Rebel Scum Collaborator. I'm Republic Captain Daniel O'Brien. And I am Pirate Jedi Anders True. But no matter what rank you carry, one thing will always remain constant. Much to learn, we still have. Indeed, and today we're very excited to give our initial reactions and theories for the newest episodes of The Bad Batch. Woo! There will be spoilers for the episodes, as well as rampant theorizing about future episodes. So if you'd like to avoid that, please tune into our Rebels coverage to see what the Spectres are up to instead. Especially after these Bad Batch episodes. Yes. No kidding. I was like, oh my God. It synced up so nicely with our Rebels watch this last it week. It really did. Yep. Super, super well. But if you have seen today's episodes, grab a drink from the mess, join us for a little friendly gambling, you know, as we discuss mm -hmm. the Bad Batch episodes. Episode 10, Common Ground, and Episode 11, Devil's Steel. All right, let's punch it with an episode recap, starting off with Common Ground. Mm -hmm. So this episode opens on the former Separatist planet, Raxus, where Avi Singh diverts from the Empire-approved speech and stands up against their new oppressors. His droid, GS-8, manages to get out a distress call to someone, not really sure who yet, Mm -hmm. um, as he's led away from the building to presumably a prison cell. Now, Sid ends up receiving that distress call and sends the Bad Batch on a rescue mission for Avi Singh, something they aren't necessarily happy about. I mean, they just spent years and most of their lives leading up to fighting against separatist planets and mm -hmm. everything that they stood for. They decide to leave Omega behind, and she just kind of sits there and pouts for a while before she ends up kind of accidentally showing that she's a bit of a prodigy at hollow chess. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. Sid quickly puts this knowledge to use in betting yes, on Omega versus anyone Everyone. who thinks they could beat her. Oh, it was Omega amazing. is officially Child. in the Queen's Gambit. Yes, she is. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> the sequel, I love it. So meanwhile, the Bad Batch go to mount a rescue of Singh that involves stealing a walker and taking out a tank. So right before they take off to head back to Ord Mantell, Singh has a bit of an internal crisis, feeling guilty about leaving his people behind. Mm -hmm. He ultimately goes, knowing that living to fight another day is more important than his short-term guilt. So after arriving at SIDS, the Bad Batch discovers that Omega has won enough to clear all of their debts. Like, amazing. <laughs> Way to go, Omega. As soon as they started, as soon as they started in with that, I was like, that she's gonna clear their debts. She's gonna like win yep. big. <laughs> Mm -hmm. she's a part of the crew she is equally a part of that team and she so, was getting what 60 percent. so she made a yeah. lot of money for sid too and 
cleared their debt. Yes. Exactly. Like, she pulled in so much money. Mm-hmm. And then I like that it ends with Hunter challenging Omega to a match. So they have that little bit of moment where like they connect after she was feeling bad about being left out. And um, yeah, so it says if she wins, she doesn't have to stay behind on any more missions. So I yeah. take it she wins. I'm guessing yeah. she won. Yeah, yes, I, especially I with the, the next episode, which is the Devil's Deal. We open on the planet Ryloth in the capital city of Lesu. The Empire, represented by Vice Admiral Rampart mm, and Clone Captain Hauser. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> hello, Clone Captain Hauser. They're opening a new refinery on the planet, which no bad news bears for Ryloth. Senator Orn Frita, mm, also is trying to assure the crowd that this is a new era of peace and prosperity for Whitelaw. Mm. But it takes a speech from General Champsandula. <laughs> just let it... Mm, a lot of... Mm, this like, I was waiting for you to do it again. Wow. This episode is just chock full of them. To quell most people and convince them to give up their weapons in the name of peace. Crosshair is keeping an eye on the crowd, though. Like, he's watching for, like, disreputable people. And he identifies Gobi Glee, I love him, from Rebels, oh, yeah. and his entourage has potential problems for the future. Mm-hmm. Good eye, Crosshair, as always. Yes. Now, Rampart kind of notes that uh, Cham is there, his wife Eleni is there, but their daughter seems not to be. Well, Cham's daughter, Hera Sandula, and her droid companion, my boy Chopper, <laughs> are caught spying on the new refinery now Hera's Hera's just a child at this point so she's like oh I'm just I was just curious like I'm just I'm just kind of trying to see what's up uh she's actually gathering intel for her uncle Gobi mm-hmm. Hauser tells Cham the Andalini that he has to report it but as long as it doesn't happen again Hera's probably going to be fine like there won't be any major reprisals um Eleni is concerned at the refinery. She's looking around, seeing all these like gun turrets and a lot of stormtroopers saying the Empire told them that this was not a military outpost, to which Rampart says, oh, yeah, the plan changed. Yeah, it's in the fine print. You didn't read far enough. <laughs> yeah. Womp, womp. Yeah, so Gobi and his compatriot are sneaking off uh, on one of Ryloth's moons in order to smuggle in some new weapons because they gave all the weapons away to the Empire. So they don't trust the Empire, obviously, why they're getting more weapons. And they let Hera fly with them on the way to the moon. That was such so a great moment. It's a great moment, but of course it goes terribly wrong because Crosshair was watching. He tagged the ship with a tracker mm-hmm. so they know exactly what's going on. On the moon, it's the Bad Batch. We haven't seen them all episode, but here they are to be the ones to give the blasters, the thermal detonators. They got it all, and they're going to bring more, hopefully. Um, Citizen so destabilizing the, the Empire big yeah. time. Yeah. I love it. They're getting uh, like introduced to early rebel cells. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it. So, yeah. But what I love even more about this scene is Omega and Hera have a moment together <laughs> where Omega <laughs> takes Hera around the ship and Hera is just awestruck. She's in love. She's talking about how she's going to be a pilot. It was amazing. Yeah. I, I'm i a big Hera stan. I love her. So this Queen. was perfect for me. Oh, yeah. She's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, she had to beat Hunter at chess to come to this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to come to this have. weapons deal yeah yeah 
and poor guy. <laughs> it was it was a wonderful moment, but then after going back to the planet, Gobi's ship is shot down into a canyon and all aboard are arrested by the Empire. <laughs> Gobi scouts report back to Cham and Eleni and they decide to mount a rescue mission to Rampart's Delight because this is all going to plan. Dude, just Hera an gets away. to get rid of Cham. Yes. Yep. He knows Hera who gets the away. problem is yeah. going to be. Oh, of course. Uh, of course, Chopper, our boy, is the one who rescues her, yeah. getting her away on the speeder. Yeah. And uh, Cham and Eleni are arrested. Senator Ta is shot in the face by Crosshair. Yeah. Um, Satisfying. Although, yeah, although <laughs> Ryloth agitators are going to be the ones to take the blame. Of course. And Rampart says that Hera will not get far, so the clones are going to be after her. <laughs> so there's obviously a part two. Cliffhanger! Yeah, if there was no part oh. two, I'd be like... <laughs> they just never touch it again for the rest well, of the I'll get to that. I'll get to that in my reactions, actually. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so we're going to move into our reactions and favorite moments from the episodes. I really liked Common Ground... Not as much as other episodes of the season, but it mm-hmm. still was a solid episode of Star Wars. Omega being able to help the crew out in the ways other than fighting was a cool addition for her character. She's whip smart and she's fun with the Queen's Gambit thing. Like, girl can play. Like, yes. When she <laughs> took out the Weequay and the Athorian, I just love, <laughs> I love them too. Like, I love the recurring thing that they're still yeah, just they're always at this bar. Patrons. They're always like day drinking. I'm like, I get it, guys. Like, guess yeah. if you can sit in the bar and drink all day. I love Sid being all Rain Man's Tom Cruise. Also, like in the background, just be like, yeah, get it. Count those cards. <laughs> like, oh, so cute. But she did like take her job seriously and she kept Omega with her. She didn't like ignore her and she like oh, yeah. stop pouting, go clean the bar. <laughs> Amazing. Great babysitter. Next episode, I nearly, I, I almost cried this morning. <laughs> oh my God, I nearly cried. It was great. Could the Bad Batch team, like writing team, be more perfect? I don't know if they can. Maybe. I called a, a while ago that we might see Harris' mom on this show because they leaked that M- Vanessa Marshall was going to be a voice actor. And I was like, oh, well, maybe she could play Harris' mom. We can find out what happens to her. Yeah, I think we're totally going to find out what happens to her. <laughs> but I didn't expect Vanessa Marshall to be voicing Hera. So I was like, ah! <laughs> Here's here. Amazing. No notes. No notes for the episode. <laughs> give me every Rebels meal that you want to serve me, and I'll just be like, chop, chop, chop. Like, yes, give me all of it. Love it. Daniel, I, how about um, you? Yeah, I'm I'm like you. I I enjoyed uh episode 10. It was fine. Common ground was fun. Uh the the set piece with the um with the walkers was entertaining because I love vehicles and he chases like that. And uh the the bit with the vase made me laugh when it finally yes. comes to the head with him smashing it. Um, like that yeah, that way. yeah, I don't care about it. Like it was a fun episode, but it really it felt like a cool down episode after kind of the high we reached, and then the next episode coming. Um, so it was a fun one, but oh my gosh, Devil's Deal was such a good episode. <laughs> it was so tense. Like, I knew Hera was going to be fine because we know where she goes, but... Well, she's going to survive. That doesn't mean she's going to be fine. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, we don't know she's a trauma kid now. Like, she... Unfortunately. I felt so tense watching this. Like, the second we opened 
and I realized we were on Ryloth, I got so excited. Yeah. And then we're seeing all the big players that mm-hmm. we should ex- be expecting. And when I saw that Hera's mom was alive, I was like, okay, we're going for the trauma moment. Yeah. It's um it's happening. Mm. I I just thought it was such a, a fun episode, like in not in terms of subject matter, because that was dark, but it's just like the way it was paced was very well done. Mm-hmm. It looked beautiful. Yes. It would like the action was tense. It was just so well put together mm-hmm. it was just one of their best episodes and the bad batch is barely in it yeah yeah it's wild yeah they were in it enough where they could come back next next episode to rescue or yeah help Hera in some way because like we don't know how Hera became part of the rebellion either really we had a yeah. little bit of info from new dawn we but know she a had ton. like a we know she had a like a blowout with her dad Mm-hmm. But then yes. they fixed that. So I don't. So for me, I liked Common Ground just like you guys. I liked it well enough. I had to kind of go back and rewatch it because I realized that it wasn't necessarily memorable to me. Like the thing that stuck out in my mind mm-hmm. after it was over was the Omega Hollow Chess, that yeah. part, yeah. and the rest. I was just kind of like, wait, what happened? Where did they go? What did they do? <laughs> I had to rewatch to really get into that. Now I liked that a plot though. I like seeing how quickly the galaxy is, in fact, changing. The idea that the Bad Batch have to team up with former separatists is very interesting mm-hmm. to me. Yes. Um, reinforcing this idea that the Clone Wars were ultimately won by the Empire. They were not won by any of the people fighting it. No. <laughs> yep. Um, I mean, Colleen, we just covered, you mentioned that this very much oh. set with the episodes we had on this week's episode of Bohemian Geek wild, Studies, where we did wild. The Last Battle, where... Rex has to team up with the droids with the remnants of a droid unit. Yeah. Oh, what a great episode. <laughs> that was a great one. Flo wasn't too keen on it, but I liked it. Side quest, <laughs> Clone Wars side quest. Yes. I loved that Echo was the one like who spoke up the most about not wanting yes. to help separatists. Yeah. I just I also yeah. like seeing what yeah. happens to these separatist worlds kind of after the war. Were they really quote unquote welcomed back into the folds like as your by your average imperial citizen who still kind of like thinks of themselves almost as a republic citizen so you were just the enemy um that whole dynamic is just really interesting to me yes. and then obviously the whole sit omega plot was just fun to watch also a very nice a very convenient way for them to stop having to say every episode you owe me a debt Right. on Sid's part like yeah. just that mm-hmm. constant refrain was getting like okay we've established this community. we get it yeah, yeah. Can we put yeah. that down mm-hmm. and then as we get into devil's deal i mean fuck yeah give me hera and chopper all day every day <laughs> hell yes <laughs> i was just really really excited to meet eleni who's been mentioned yes. before in rebels and other places but we've never actually yeah. met her we've never seen her on screen other than mm-hmm. a painting um and i mean between this between Hera's heroes on rebels this week and i just read last weekend lords of the sith the novel i've spent a lot of time yeah i've spent a lot of time with cham syndulla and it is nice to know that he wasn't always as much of a douche as we've seen him Mm -hmm. um i was very surprised to see him here like at least giving the empire a shot in public like guys know this yeah. is the way it is he's tired i mean i'd be tired too you finally get your wife and your kid back and back in your house and you're like okay we can like breathe now exactly and then it turns out you can't um now to me in terms of like this one part or two parter thing i mean 
it's going to be spoiler alert for next week the uh when i was researching for this ep for this episode tonight um i came across the title of next week's episode which is rescue on ryloth so we are absolutely going back to ryloth for mm -hmm. a rescue mm -hmm. um but to me this felt like it could have almost stood on its own if they were setting it up as like a backdoor pilot for like a Hera series, which yes, give me now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just give it I'll to take us, it. Please. Right. That yeah. could be its own separate thing about how she deals with this whole deal. Like you have just mm -hmm. enough of the Bad Batch to connect it, and then this sets up the Ryloth centric story. Yes. Exactly. I think we're ready to move into our favorite moments. Mm -hmm. I I just thought about this right now about how Cham told Hera that he's trying to make sure that her life will not be about fighting, will be about just mm -hmm. living. Mm -hmm. And thinking about that, it's like now, even after the rebellion and the Empire's crush, she still is a general. Like She still is fighting. <laughs> like She doesn't stop. She never stops being the person that's in charge, the person who is the leader. I'm sure it, it I'm sure she gets to rest eventually, but we have not seen it yet yeah we haven't seen her be able to stop in the alphabet squadron books she's still going does she ever take and maternity leave i don't think so i really don't i don't think so i think baby jason is with cham probably and chopper on ryloth during the alphabet squadron books i can't think of anyone else that he would be with so it's like he's learning about murder and bombs <laughs> good job jason's in doula <laughs> But yeah, that's probably one of my most favorite moments, but also it's very sad because it's Star Wars and we can't be happy. Mm -hmm. I do love that Omega is a boss at Dejart. This is just perfect. Her strategic mind, it sets her to be this kind of formidable foe for the Empire maybe in the future. Mm -hmm. Like, can we get Boba and Omega show, please? I will also watch that. If she winds up in Book of Boba Fett, would not be men. Yeah, I love sure. seeing like Dano, you said Echo was the one who was like the biggest dissenter about mm -hmm. helping a separatist which makes sense because he was a frontline troop he was in like all these missions and he was injured and tortured by separatists so it makes sense where he would be the one to be like mm -hmm. and disfigured and disfigured yeah permanently and they he didn't make like a, this. they didn't make a big deal about it, like hey remember what happened to me they just right. they let you remember and think back to all of it and put it together in your head which i thought was a much more effective approach yes and it, it makes perfect sense because mm -hmm. tech and record don't really care. They're going to go and do their no. jobs. That is just, that's what they're wired to do. Hunter is probably the one whose wheels are turning and knows what's wrong with Echo here. I hope we get a little bit more of that kind of dynamic because I want to see more from Echo in this show. Um, of course, seeing Hera and Chopper together, amazing. Best duo of all time. Droid owner <laughs> duo. Love it. I nearly lost it. Hera's mom is exactly how I pictured her. And she's just as much of a badass as Jam, mm -hmm. which is great. Like she just took up that blaster and was like, not my daughter, you bitch. Like it's totally <laughs> going yeah. to get my daughter back. Like, yes, yes. And it's like Cham finally wasn't quite a douchebag. Also, <laughs> gold star for Jam. Oh man. So I have to say the bar regulars giving Sid the stink eye after she just loves it with her talk with omega mm -hmm. priceless i was cackling on my couch they're like um yeah. like come on what are you doing it was so well done like and then the the walker chase was also amazing from that episode 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but my favorite moment from Devil's Deal has to be that Canyon standoff, uh, like when they're like when Crosshair is revealed. It was so good. It was just so tense. It was perfectly paced out. It was just such a great scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love the freaking Crosshair is also a little crispy still. Like yeah. you didn't get yep. the full view of it, but he's burned. Like yeah, he definitely is. Mm. I mean, for me, I really loved, I loved, like I said earlier, the whole hollow chest plot. I like, I actually really like that Omega proves this to Sid almost and to herself right after Sid was basically saying, yeah, they're not taking you because you're a weakling. (laughs) You need to, you need to hit the weight room, kid. And she proves that she has other strengths. Um, And then by the end, like they're kind of, the bad badge is like not necessarily giving Omega a hard time. But kind of like jabbing at her a little bit, and Sid comes in and is like, "Yo, she cleared your debts. You show her respect, people." Hell yeah, <laughs> she's an integral uh, part of your team. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then out of Devil's Deal, some of my favorite moments probably seeing Orn Frita bite the dust. I mean, dude was a fucking dick. He's a dick. <laughs> he was a dick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I Hera learning to fly getting the lessons from her uncle mm-hmm. and having that conversation with Omega about how flying isn't just learning the names of the instruments. It's a feeling it's in here and knowing what kind of a pilot she becomes. Yes. <laughs> People watch rebels. Text like what? A feeling. What's that? Oh yeah. A feeling. What are you talking about? Oh, I love Hera so much. A little baby Hera. It was perfect. It was it was so good. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. It's time to head into our Easter eggs, connections, and callbacks. I will start us off. So we have Senator Avi Singh on Raxus. He was voiced by sci-fi fantasy vet Alexander Siebig, who has played Dr. Julian Bashir on Star Trek DS9, my personal favorite Star Trek series. Um, the ill-fated on multiple levels Doran Martell on Game of Thrones he was mm-hmm. Ra's al Ghul on Gotham just to name mm-hmm. a few of his absolutely many sci-fi fantasy credits like mm-hmm. he's kind of a that guy of the genre yes. he just shows up in everything mm-hmm. I kept thinking that he had a role on Battlestar Galactica too but he does not he kind he's of looks the like the guy that plays yeah he looks like Gaius Baltar, Gaius but, Baltar. It's not, but it's not him mm-hmm. <laughs> Close, very close. Close, and he is the senator from where, Colleen? He's the senator from Raxus Secundus. It's the homeworld of the Separatist Parliament. Kind of their senatorial apparatus was here. Duku was the leader of this group, although he was pretty much away most of the time doing fighting on the front lines, or you know, scheming with Palpy. Pretty much his main his main jam. The day to day operation was left to Beck Lawwise, which like great Star Wars name. <laughs> there law wise mm, who appeared briefly in the clone wars like blink and you'll miss him kind of thing and this was such a beautiful place it's really sad that i'm sure it is about to get decimated by the empire yeah oh definitely all right Daniel. so we have sing's droid gs8 uh from the episode common ground it is an ra7 protocol droid mm-hmm. so this model has been around since a new hope uh but she got a lot done in this episode Mm-hmm. Uh, she's voiced by uh, Sheen Clifford. Uh, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. Uh, who appeared in Fleabag with Solo's Phoebe Waller-Bridge? 
Yes, her sister. GSA and, and they're uh, both L3 droids. would get along great, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> According to uh, Fleabag, they would not until much later in the series. Until much later <laughs> when they kick when they kick, they lose their husband to the curb. Exactly. Get after it, droid women. Uh, they could okay. go to a sex position. <laughs> Next we have Dejarik with oh this is such a good picture of Chop. This chess-like game first appeared in A New Hope, of course, being played by Chewie and 3PO. Also called Hollow Chess, the game features an assortment of real and mythological creatures who destroy each other, you know, with each player's moves. Lucasfilm developed the rules for the game but never released them. Why? Release them. Yeah, release them. Know. They have like the positions and everything on Wikipedia, but they're like, oh yeah, and there are no rules though. <laughs> Give us At the, least the jar cut. Anyway, well, <laughs> for the next episode, we head to the planet, the cause for Ryloth. So the planet Ryloth uh, is featured throughout the Clone Wars and Rebels TV series. We've been there several times, uh, as well as several of the novels. Like I said, I was just there with Lords of the Sith. Uh, the capital city of Lasu is where we start the episode. The main native species are the Twi'leks. Mm-hmm. Um, they, ha- they are native to the planet, and the very first one of them appeared as a slave girl dancer in Jabba's palace in Return mm-hmm. of the Jedi. Um, but then they weren't really developed as a culture. Like They were just kind of this background thing, and then yes. they got to be front and center starting in season one of the Clone Wars, when the Republic yes. had to try and help Ryloth. Mm-hmm. And what do they ride, Daniel? Mm-hmm. Oh, blurgs. Oh my God, so blurgs. you might remember these lizard-like beasties from the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can be found all over the galaxy, and they're most notably used by Twi'leks and by Kuil the Ugnaught. Rest in peace, my guy. <laughs> um, they're usually pretty. Yeah, they're usually pretty stoic beast. Uh, but these guys are quick, and they can be adapted to be war steeds. And uh, so they originated from the TV movie Ewoks Battle of Endor, <laughs> and that aired in 1985. And Did not know Disney that one. All right. Go watch it, Daniel. All right. Another one to add to the list. <laughs> add to the list. No, watch Jaws first. Damn it. Yeah, no, watch Jaws first, but then watch the Ewok movies. I know how much you love Ewoks. <laughs> yeah, that's me. So, like I said, one of my favorite moments in these episodes was when this fucker got got got, got, got Senator mm-hmm. Orn Free Talk. Oh, God, he looks like he's trying to be Masameta in this picture. Yeah, he does. Mm. So he was Ryloth's senator, uh, and he has appeared throughout the prequel films. He was always just very content to stay on Coruscant and get rich and very fat, mm-hmm. um, which is why most of the planet absolutely hated him. Yep. Uh, in The Phantom Menace, he was played by Jerome Blake, then by Matthew Rowan in Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. He's voiced in this episode and throughout the Clone Wars by voice actor Phil Lamar. Mm-hmm. Phil Lamar, next... cool. Him, not. Yeah, exactly. exactly. We do love Phil Lamar. The Sindula family. Woo! Sham Sindula mm-hmm. has been a presence in Star Wars since the Clone Wars season one. He's a fierce freedom fighter. He's desperate to maintain Rylos' independence and self-sufficiency. We're, me and Anders, are both on record that he's just a tough hang. I'm sure Daniel also agrees. <laughs> and we don't really like this guy very much. No. We, we love his daughter, him. though. Yeah, we respect him, but we love his daughter. I don't know Hera. if I do. Yes. Mm-mm. I respect him for what he's trying to do, but. I respect yeah. him because he produced Hera. Well, yes, that's also true. <laughs> and he married Elaine. Like, good job, my guy. Yeah, Hera, way above hand, your weight class there. 
Exactly. She's one of the main characters on Rebels, our space mom. We can spend all the time in the world with her. Yes, please. Both Robin Atkin Downs and Vanessa Marshall reprise their voice roles for these characters in the episode. Sham's wife and Hera's mom, Eleni Sindula, is voiced by Farrelith Young in her first ever appearance outside of the painting we saw in Rebels. Yeah. I'm still astounded she doesn't appear in Clone Wars anywhere. Same. Hard same. She was hiding with Hera, yeah. so I guess that's where she was. No, that's true. Yeah. Well, protecting Hera, I bet. Mm-hmm. All right. And last thought, Daniel? Of course we've got to give Chopper his own spot. We <laughs> love him. This little psycho astromech who has a body count higher than people anticipate. Uh, he's not quite as eager to jump into danger, though, like he is in Rebels. So, But he's still right there at Hera's side protecting her. Mm-hmm. So yeah. not quite the murder bot that we know in Rebels, but he's on I his was, way. I was surprised when he didn't get on the ship when Hera was really? like, "Oh, you're gonna let me fly?" Okay, Chopper was like, "You know what? Nope. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna nope out of here." <laughs> not quite ready yet. <laughs> not quite ready yet. He's like, "Chopper, cover the screw's got to like, come fine. loose or something soon." <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now we're gonna move into our predictions and questions for next week's episode. Y'all, Harris, mom, and Hauser are going to die. They are both yeah. doomed to die. I don't want it to happen, but it's going to. We know that Harris' mom died during Sham's early rebellion against the Empire, so this is probably where it's going to happen. And this is mm-hmm. what's going to turn Sham into that jerk that we all know and love. Crosshair yeah. might be the one to kill her, which is going to be a really sad connection between Hera and Kanan. Another sad connection between Hera and Kanan who Crosshair tried to kill in the first episode of this series. Like, oh, we don't want to be connected this way, but it could happen. I think Hauser is going to resist hunting down Hera. Like, this doesn't seem to be his jam, him and his sweet fade. Like, he is not here <laughs> for this. He's like, mm, hard pass, though. I think he's going to be executed for disobeying orders. Yeah. Like, I think that's probably what's going to happen. I think we'll start to see more clones pulling away from the Empire. I think this is going to be kind of our first shot of a clone who is not one of the Bad Batch or Rex being like, this isn't what I signed on for y'all. So yeah, I'm still hoping. I know he's got the chip. I'm like, please I mean, don't. It was a de- uh, I mean, it was a deep, deep connection to Ahsoka yes. that let Rex yes. resist the chip as long as he did. Exactly. And that wasn't like, very long. Not very long at all. So it's like, have we moved past the chip situation? What's happening with Hauser? Because he already seems like he's not cool. He's not down for this. I am I hoping Maybe still that we see been Wolf on... or Gregor. Oh, yeah. I hope we see Wolf or Gregor. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe just Hauser's been on Ryloth long enough to like have that connection with the Sandulas. He seems like he's their friend. Yeah. They have a connection. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would be as strong as Ahsoka Rex, but it might be just enough where he's like, she's a literal child. Yeah. Plus, he's one of the few clones that we've seen in this series so far who has distinct armor that's not a member of the Bad Batch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It looks like he still has a bit of his own personality, whereas a lot of the clones seem like they've like kind of formed into this more uniform uh, rank and file. Like it, you can feel like the empire becoming a little more like rigid, but like he's one of the few clones that has his individuality. So maybe that's, that's part of it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't feel I don't, I don't know. feel good things for him. I don't, I don't feel, feel good. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. yeah, I got a bad feeling about this, guys. So, like yeah. I said, I mean, next episode is titled Rescue on Ryloth. So, somehow, Hera's got to get in contact with the Bad Batch. Who knows? 
maybe maybe it's Hauser that manages to put in a call. He manages to get in touch. He's like, yo, I heard that you guys are around somewhere. Here's the, let me use this kind of backdoor channel. You need to come back to Ryloth. <laughs> mm -hmm. Help a girl. Help a girl. Yeah. Um, and just because of the way this episode was set up, I'm going to throw a prediction that we may see some of what the Bad Batch was like up to, almost like seeing the episode, this exact episode from their perspective to kind of start off. Like that's where we kind of start and then they get the call to go back. That'd be cool. Oh, that's a smart idea. That would be cool. Parallel narrative, baby. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Hey, like in that. separate episodes, it's fine. Just don't do it in one. Well, yeah. no, don't mm -hmm. do don't do a dual narrative in one. That's that's my thing. <laughs> Keep it separate. Uh, but like you, Carlene, I'm just Eleni's not making it out of this. Mm -hmm. No, she is not. Wow, we so, hardly got you. <laughs> all three of us agree that Eleni is not getting out of this. Like it's it's a wrap. We we know it, and it sucks because she seems amazing. Like, I love her already, and obviously yeah. she's awesome if, mm -hmm. like, Hera came from her. Like, yeah. So, that's gonna suck. It's gonna suck a lot. And what? this this episode just feels so ominous, so it just, it, I know that energy is gonna carry over to next week. So, like you guys said, don't think Hauser's gonna make it. Um, we know, you know, obviously the Cham and, like, Gobi are gonna make it, but I think we're gonna see a lot of Twi'leks die, unfortunately, next week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it might get pretty rough mm -hmm. um so yeah i'm just uh, anticipating a very tough episode next week <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah because if they try and tell the twi'leks that their hero general is mm -hmm. captured and is a traitor and is going to be executed they're going to freak the that's not going to go well yeah especially the one who was just trying to like uh talk about calm and peace and then the empire is going to do that to him yeah that's not going well at all mm -mm rampart god damn him damn. Ugh, he's such a huge deck. good star wars villain all mm -hmm. right i think that wraps us up for the bad batch today please follow us wherever you get your podcasts and leave her those five star reviews mm -hmm. check out our website at bohemiangeekstudies.com where you can watch all of our episodes enjoy my book corner i promise i'm gonna get back on that soon it's been a it's been a rough couple months for me for the book corner but it will come back for star wars literature you can also contact us through email and social media of course and as always, keep telling other nerdy knights to join us. It really does help. We're in 42 countries now. Ooh, get yeah. it. You can also head to ForgottenEntertainment.com to check out all of the offerings from the Forgotten Entertainment family, including yet another Star Wars podcast where we wrapped up the rewatch of the Star Wars films in Star Wars canon. I'm sure we'll get more very soon that we can mm -hmm. chop into. Absolutely. Until next time, Dejark pieces up and keep those episodes streaming. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye.